Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, 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 Chicago, to another edition of All Ball Chicago. I'm your co-host, Robert Bobby Reed, and I got the legend, the host, Marcus Liberty, on the line. Marcus Liberty, what's up, big baby? What's going on, my beautiful people? It's your boy, Marcus Liberty. I'm in the building. What's going on, big fella, man? How's it going? How's your day going so far, man? Man, I had a couple of meetings ripping and running all over the place, man. But I knew I, we had to get our show done in order for us to put it out, uh, you know, for that Thursday segment, you know, that episode that we always do on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, make sure you tune in to Believe and All Ball Chicago. Most definitely. Right, so, 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 yeah, man, we, me and you was talking, we was like, okay, we didn't cover Chicago State, we covered Illinois. We covered the, the Kobe Bryant. We covered the All-Star game. We covered your beloved Illinois. I said that it's time to talk about the Chicago Bulls, man. What's going on with my Chicago beloved Bulls, brother? And it's not too much to really, like, get excited about with the Bulls, Chicago Bulls. Ever since, you know, Michael, Air Jordan, the statue in front of the building, and then you have – Derrick Rose and Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Then you have those. You, you you got you got some pieces, I think, on the on the squad for this year. But I just don't think uh, the coaching, and I know we always talk about coaching on our, in our on our segments about, but sometimes it it, it it it's on point to mention that so that sometimes you need a change to make a change, man. And I don't know if that the, the coach, Boyle, is it Bowling? Boyle, Bowling? Boyling, yeah, Jim Boyling. Boyling. Jim Boyling. I don't think he's, you know, right fit, you know, for these young guys um, to get developed and, and prepare them to start winning games in, in a tough conference. I mean, you know. I just want to bring – I don't want to always – I don't want it to always be about race – but I just gotta I gotta pose this question to you and maybe you can answer it because you played on every level. We've been in Chicago our entire life. Uh, Chicago Bulls have never hired an African American coach. Why do you think that is? You know what, man, it's when I when I think about, you know, why and it is just it's, not, it's a touchy subject to talk about, man, because racism we know is still alive and is as well and it's and it's in you know the NBA. Just 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 put it out there. Is in the NBA some of some some of the owners and some of the people that's you know controlling the situation, you know, may have two candidates. You know, one an African American and one Caucasian, and they got the same kind of set up in the same background, you know, I'm, if, if, if you, if you're not on that same page, as far as I don't care who I hire, I'm going to hire the best candidate, you know, you go that route. But if you got a little bit of that <clears throat> racism in you, you're going to always go with the other side. So it's, it's hard, man, for, for African-American uh, coaches to get in and stay for a while, you know, not just get in, but stay for a while. Uh, you got Doc Rivers. Uh, he's been 
coaching for a while in the NBA, but Chicago, they always give them that interim coach, you know, someone who just got fired, but I want to keep this guy around. I think it did it with Pete Myers. I think they did it with Bill Cartwright. Uh, that was it. That was it. Yeah. So you, you really did. And I think they only was in charge of, of being the head coach only one year, both of them, I, I'm, I'm thinking. Right. So you didn't give them an opportunity and to pursue, you know, to being a head coach in the NBA, but he's, they okay to be assistant coach. Right. You know, it's, it's hard, man. It, it, it really is, Bob, that, that we don't see enough of, of, I think Randy Brown could have been a great coach in the NBA. He paid his dues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was assistant GM. He was on the bench. Then they moved him back to the bench. Um, so he, some guys just need opportunities mm-hmm. and let them shine. Some, some coaches built relationships with players. And I think we need to move toward that young generation of coaches. And there's a lot of uh, great coaches throughout the college rankings or high school, uh, AAU. I'm talking about, I'm not just talking about the Bulls now. I'm just talking about in general, college coaches, jobs. We don't have a, a lot of African-Americans coaching college basketball. Um, we don't have a, a lot of NBA or even on the uh, development side as far as development league. The, we don't see a lot of African-American coaches uh, doing that either. And I know they want to coach. I, either they just don't – they just straight overlook us, you know, overlook them and not give them an opportunity or it's just, they got their own agendas, man. And, and it hurts, it hurts, it hurts the person and it hurts. Sometimes it hurts your, your team because you don't have the right person in there, but you feel that you have the right person in there. And I feel that the situation that the Bulls are in right now, you, you have to make some changes. Uh, whether that's a, a black, you know, uh, coach, head coach, or, you know, I just, if I was the GM, uh, of a of a NBA team, I'm I'm going after the best person, you know, not just the color of their skin, but I'm gonna go for the best candidate. Right. And if you have that mentality, and that's your mentality that you you looking and you searching for, then of course do that. But if that's not the case, then you know you shouldn't be owning the team. Let me or, let me touch on this real quick, big dog. Okay, so we'll circle back to the Bulls. I just want to talk a little bit about that uh, the coaching part you was talking about. There was an article that came out today about the, you know, the the coach, the black coaches becoming desolate. They said what they will do though, they will hire black men as recruiters. So, because the black guys can go into those neighborhoods, in those urban communities, and you're talking about college though now, right? Right, right, right. I was just speaking as far as the the roles that they're willing to give us. You know what I'm saying? As far as uh, leadership roles, so to speak, as being recruiters. But they, but that. But that whole uh, leadership job, that head job, man, is just – we're just not getting it. So, you well, know, back to the Bulls. That's why they suck so bad, man. But, yeah, but, but then – but just to, you know, piggyback off of what you said, you know, of course, uh, assistant coach who is an African-American guy who knows the struggle of an inner-city kid uh, <clears throat> walks into their home, of course, yes, 
they know how to maneuver and move around uh, to make things more comfortable for the recruiter, you know, the guys that's being recruited. So when I, when I played basketball, we had Jimmy Collins. Uh, so Jimmy Collins was the one that actually got most of us, you know, inner city kids to commit to the University of Illinois, right? right. But when you get there, it all becomes on the head coach now, right? But all this time you've been spending time with the assistant coach, getting to know him and and whatnot. And then when you get to the university, it's, it's all about the head coach. And then the head coach don't really know your background, where you really came from. So it's hard for you to have that kind of relationship with. So I think that needs to change. I really do. I think coaches, head coaches, no matter what color your skin is, I think you should know where somebody's, you know, background and where they came from. And you need to be, you need to build that relationship with them because they are coming to play for you. I mean, yes, the assistant coach plays a, a, a good part of that in a big role, but he's not playing for the assistant coach. He's playing for the head coach. So I, I always said that, man, and I, I'm a firm believer that if you don't know my struggles, then why should I come and play for it? Right. Right. And I think that's where, the, where they bum my heads at with Jim Boylan with the kid, uh, Jacoby White. Let's circle back to that. Uh, okay. he, he's coming off the bench now. And this dude was everything, man, coming out of North Carolina, you know? And why, why, why do you think that, that that is, man? You think he butted heads with, with Boylan or what? Because Boylan seems like one of those coaches, man, that but, but that's what I that's what I was trying to talk to you about earlier. Like this, the generation, and if you got old school coaches in the this new generation of athletes, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work, right? It's not gonna work. Yeah, it's not gonna work. I'm, I'm I'm being honest, and I'm being honest with you because you have to understand the era that we're in is not the same era that it was in the 1990s. You know, it's totally, it's totally different. So you have to approach things and it's, it's, it's sad to say this, but you have to approach things differently because these kids are sensitive, right? Mm -hmm. And these kids are coming in, making a whole lot of money. Uh, some will probably, you know, disagree with some of the things that coaches say and let it be known. You couldn't do that back in the day. Yeah, they, they don't bite their tongue this generation. Not no, at no. all. So so that's why I said he might not be a bad coach. He just not the right coach for these young, the young generation of kids. You have to bring somebody in that's on their level, that's so to speak. You got to bring them on their level so they can reach. That's what I look at the NBA in general, not just Chicago, not just Chicago Bulls, but in general. It's a lot of young cats that's coming in. And if you don't have the right coach that can push the buttons to get them to go, then you're going to lose those kids. And those what, kids. What's the Bulls' out. record now? Bulls' record right now is 21 and 40, man. They like 30 some games out of first place. Now you <laughs> you figure know? they got that boy marketing, they got Levine, they got Kobe White. I mean, they got, they got enough. They really now, do. Now let's talk about the kid Kobe because I do like Kobe and I Kobe White and I watched him play at Duke. I even watched him when he was on the circuit with CP3. So I watched the kid play. The kid can play. He's he's a point guard, but he's a scoring point guard, right? So he likes to score. 
Uh, I mean, you, you saw it. I mean, he had games with 33, 33, 35, 32, 19. He set a new career high with 33 points and, and a loss to Phoenix uh, back in February the 22nd. He's got what rookie rookie of the of the of the month of uh, last month. So he, I mean, he's been he's been he's been playing. Uh, now, is that coming with wins? No, because you need other guys to step up. Zach, I think Zach Levine is averaging close to what twenty five points a game. So he's doing it, but I just I think they're missing leadership. Leadership. Right. Even though when you we can go back to when Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose wasn't vocal, but he showed it on the court, right. his leadership. And I think that's what uh, the Bulls are, is missing right now, some leadership. Uh, they got a young nucleus of talent, but I think they just need that, that veteran to come in and pull them all back together. And I'm not talking about somebody that's going to be crazy and, 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 and chastising people. And, a Vince Carter type of guy. Yeah, I'm Vince Carter, so a locker room type guy to to explain this is how the NBA should be. Because a lot of times, man, when you come and you be when you are being recruited or or get being drafted into the NBA, if you don't have that team of, of veteran players that can show you the ropes, you can lose that team. Meaning you won't win many games at all. So you need that you need that leadership, and I think that's what the Bulls is missing. And I'm not just talking about players. I'm talking about from coaches. From the, I'm talking about from the GM the to the president. The whole management. Everything, The whole right? management, man. So right. if, if if you make changes, do it all the way through, man. That's what mm -hmm. I think. Do it all the way through, you know, because you, 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 blame, you, you blame the players most of the time and then you blame the coaches that, the, you know, it's either, the, it's either the players or the coaches. Sometimes every now and then you get the GM getting fired or, or having to move on but they give the GMs enough time to, to try to implement some things that they want to see and get the right guys in there. And then if it doesn't work, they end up firing them. These guys with the Bulls, these guys with the Bulls been there for a while. Yeah, I don't think the Bulls management care because the place is always sold out. So why should they care if they win games? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And like that's, if, the same, that's the same thing that goes with the New York Knicks. The right. New York Knicks ownership – they like, man, we got the cable on lock. We got the, the season tickets sold, people coming in the building. Chicago probably the same way. Like, man, we sold these tickets when Derek – we sold these tickets when Michael and Derek was here. Yeah, they sold <laughs> – yep. You ain't lying. We, we sold these, these season tickets to these guys way back. So now they like – the fans are like, well, I brought the tickets, so I might as well just come to the games. You know, yeah, and sometimes they they'd rather come and see the opposing teams anyway. If you lose, and they're like, "Well, okay, Zion is coming to town, so let's pack the house. We gonna we gonna come and see him or Trey Young or you know these up and coming you know ballers that's doing their thing and is, is getting a lot of notoriety. They'll they'll rather come and see them play than to come and support the Bulls, actually. And that's sad, man. We got the th the second uh, largest market for for entertainment in the world. And uh, we can't get, put a good product on the floor. And I'm not an advocate for firing coaches, but just like anybody else, if you're not getting it done, man, you know, it's time. And what we had, Tex went, we had, uh, what was his name? Tim Floyd. We talking about after Phil Jackson left. Uh -huh. We had Tim Floyd. He was from Iowa State, and I, I don't think he won many games. And then they brought in 
Uh, what was the other guy we was talking about him yesterday? He's the coach at Akron. I mean, he's a coach at Nebraska now. Oh, 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 uh, the mayor. Right. They call him the mayor. Uh, Hoiberg. Uh, Hoiberg. Fred, Ho yeah. Fred Hoiberg. Yeah. So they got Fred Hoiberg. He he was there. He didn't do. He didn't win. I mean, he he basically uh made Jabari Parker. He tried to make Jabari Parker come off the bench. What is it with these coaches, man? They want to make make all star players come off the bench. I feel like it's a power thing, man. I really it's do. It's always been. It's always been about the power thing, though, Bob. Because that's why they get the title head. I'm right. the head coach, you know. So if you don't abide or do what I ask you to do, then I'll sit you on the bench, you know. And what they did to that kid, man, uh, and that's a whole nother topic. But you know, it's coaches that plays these mind games, even in the pros, man, because you are, are dealing with young kids, so they still playing them. But you couldn't do that with Michael Jordan. You couldn't play no mind games with him. No. You couldn't do that with your superstars. You can do that with your guys that, you know, young and not really knowing what's going on, but. It's sad, man. It's sad. It's sad that our Chicago Bulls. Oh, I'm looking at it. Pete Myers got two. He got two stints as a, a head coach two, in 2003, and he came back and did it in 2007. Well, he didn't have a full season, though. No, and and and, and it only lasted for two games. I'm That's what I'm it. saying. <laughs> and Pete Myers been there forever, man. He's been there right, forever. and then I think he's not even there no more, right? I haven't seen him. I haven't no, seen him or Randy Brown over there. When no. when uh, when Hoiberg left, I think uh, Jim Boylan cleared the benches of the brothers. Right, right. So and well, I'm concerned about the Chicago Bulls, man. I really am. You because none of our teams. Yeah, I forgot Vinny Vinny Del Negro. He was the coach over there. Vinny Del Negro did his thing with D Rose. And them remember? Yeah, they yeah, won fifty percent of their games. Yeah, I forgot he was over there. So, but yeah, man, coaching <clears throat> Chicago Bulls need more. I mean, it's a it's a beautiful city, and I think a lot of players uh, would do well if we could get that that star player. I mean, Zach, I think Zach Levine is a is a is a good player, but I don't. Do you think he's like the player? Like, well, I don't think he's a big big time player like that. I think he's, he's a Scottie Pippen type guy. He's, he's, getting be, big, he's, he's getting big-time money. <laughs> well, I think he's a good complimentary guy to a guy. He, he's more like a Scottie Pippen if he could have got a guy over there that was like a Paul George or somebody, you know, or somebody like, a, uh, let's say, KD. You know, he would have okay. played well along with a guy like KD. But that's okay. unfortunate, man, because I don't, see, I don't see Chicago going anywhere, man, from here on out. I just don't, and it's depressing. It's, it's depressing so you. That. So, so you think that they're they're this year's all is a, is a wash, right? It's not next year's a wash too. Next year's a wash too, huh? Yeah, man, Even if they we got to change brought, up. Yeah, they probably will make some changes. We I, need to bring in a Mark Jackson. We need to bring in you know bring in somebody that got some pedigree in the league that knows the game that can speak our voice. I mean, you got. You got 14, 13, 14 people on that bench, but man. But, Bob, think about this, what you just said, man. You, That's a strong guy, right, Mark Jackson. Like, he he wants to control the situation. A lot of times these general managers and these presidents, they put people in place who they know they can control. Right, right, right. You got what I'm saying? Right. And 
Mark Jackson, we already know he ain't, he's not going for that. You know, not like going. you That's hired right. me to coach. If you hire me to coach, let me do, let me do it. Right. You know, right. Yeah, I should, I should have some input on who I bring in. And I think when he got the job at Golden State, Mark Jackson, I know we talk about black coaches. We, we talk about Chicago, but we also talk about black coaches too. And I think when Mark Jackson got that job, you know, he, he drafted those guys. Usually they, they, they asked the general managers to, to draft. I think Mark Jackson had his imprint on uh, drafting those guys, Clay and, and staff, you know. And, and Draymond. Yeah, when he was with the Golden State Warriors. And I think a lot of times, like probably with the Bulls, you know, the Chicago Bulls, they don't let, unless you're strong-minded like a Phil Jackson, you can have your input on who you want. Because we know, we already talked about that one sec. Well, we talked about that off the air, about how Phil Jackson likes tall guards. And right. you see it. He was drafting those tall 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", you know, point guards and, and shooting guards. Right, you know, but he had his input. He can he had his input on who he wanted. This gen, this general the general manager that's there now. I mean, he's probably saying, you know what, I'm drafting the guys I want, and he probably didn't even play. I don't even know if he even played basketball. You know, I know Paxson. You know, is Paxson a GM or he's he's a president of I basketball think he's the operations? President of basketball operations, man. Right. So so, but Paxson played ball, but. But Paxton Again. been sucking, man. He has not done nothing, man. Paxton <laughs> been sucking, man. They doing the All-Star game. They and you heard you see they didn't even have them in the building. Paxton and God Foreman, uh God Foreman, they didn't even have him in the building. They didn't want them in the building because they was like fire them. They was chanting that. Yeah. So who did they bring in? Who would they bring in? I saw some rumors going around that. What's the guy at OK? Was at OKC, the general manager? I think he was with the San Antonio Spurs too. Um, can't think of his name, but uh, well, you know, we big. don't have much to choose from with, with with black coaches because it's just not a lot of them out there. I mean, they gave Monty Williams when they give us a job, they give us a lemon, you know, like they gave Monty Williams, they gave him that um, the Phoenix job. You know, Phoenix oh. is terrible, man. And then they gave my man uh, over there with the Pelicans, uh, what's his name, Alvin Gentry, them. Like, we can't get a powerhouse. We can't get a real team. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, Chicago, man, we got to get it together in Chicago, man, because we got – we just got – we got we got the biggest it's, market. I just I just want to know, like, what do – like – oh, yeah, they said Presty. Presty. Um, I just want to know what – what – what uh, why – like uh, Avery Johnson, you remember Avery Johnson, right? He he coached, and and I think he won Coach of the Year. And the next year or the year after that, two years later, he got fired. Him and the coach over there in Detroit, my man. Uh, the coach, he was the he was the player. Casey. 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 He was the he was the Coach of the Year in Toronto, and they fired him the same year. And I think it happened to. Uh, Vincent too, right? Sam Vincent. Let me look this up, man. I gotta look this up. You go ahead, keep talking, man. I'm, yeah, man. I'm I just, just saying wanna... how we just don't get a fair shot because even like with Casey, he had Toronto on a brick. You know, you give him that same team, 
and, and as opposed to giving it to Nick Nurse, you give him that same team. He had them rolling. You think about it, Toronto was in the Eastern Conference Finals every year, even with DeRozan and, um, and Kyle Lowry. So I'm right. just saying, man, I know we, you know, we're we talking about black coaches and the Chicago Bulls. And, and the reason why we had to mix it up because Chicago teams do not give black coaches the opportunity, even on the college level. There's only one, one or two black coaches. You got Lance Irvin at Chicago State, and then you got the black coach at uh, Northern. Mm-hmm. Who else we got? Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, man, we, I don't know. Illinois is about as rough as Mississippi, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Martin Luther King said it when he came here. He had never seen racism so large and he's seen in Illinois, in the Midwest. And I hate to say it, this is our town, but until they start giving blacks the same opportunity as they give whites, uh, in leadership positions, we're going to always struggle, and it's going to be a big carousel. Oh, so, yeah, like Mike Mike Browns would be a good coach, I think, for the Bulls. Mike Brown would be an excellent coach. I yeah, think he's right. back over there with his boy, Pop, right? Oh, did he leave? Because he was with the Warriors. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, he's, he with, was, the, he's, he's with the Warriors. I think yeah. he'll be a good coach for the Chicago Bulls. I mean, yeah. Sam Mitchell. Sam Mitchell would be a good coach. I think You remember guys, the Lakers fired that man after five games, man. Who's that? Mike. Sam? Uh, uh, Mike. Um, the coach you or just Byron. mentioned. Byron no, Scott? Not Byron Scott. The coach that was Oh, Mike Brown. Mike, Mike Brown. Brown. Yeah. yeah. Mike Brown. Well, that's what I said. That's those, those power organizations, man, where it, it comes from the top all the way down. You know, yeah, they but they them, want they us to win general, right away. They don't let them general managers do their job and as much as they should. But, I mean... That's a whole nother topic on that one too. But it's some <laughs> black coaches, man. I'm looking at there's some black coaches that actually won Coach of the Year, man. I didn't know Sam Mitchell won it. Yeah, he was in Toronto. Remember, they fired him right after that. Yeah, Avery Johnson won it. Byron Scott won it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Byron Scott's last Brown. tour was what when Cleveland with LeBron. Yeah, I think so. So I'm just saying, man. But we Doc Rivers so, won it. So Lenny okay. Will so how many head black coaches we got in the league right now? We got uh, Doc Rivers in Golden I mean at the Clippers. And we got Gentry with the Pelicans. We got um my man I was just talking about over there in Phoenix. It's yeah, just you man. only have well as I'm looking at Doc Rivers, Dwayne, uh oh, he's gone though now, right, David? David Fisdale, he's gone. Alvin Gentry and Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan. Yep, Nate McMillan, he over there in uh, Indiana. Right. So we got five. And it's what, 30 NBA teams? Yep. I mean, we got to, we got they, they got to give us a shot at this, man. And that's why I figured the Chicago and we Bulls. Also, and we also got to put ourselves out there, too, man, that this, you know. I think we are, man. I seen Stephen A. Smith go off about that on his show. Like man, what is going on? You so can bring a, a you can bring an offensive line coach up as a head coach and bypass a black coach whose whose credentials is just as strong. You know, it's just it's unfortunate, man. And uh, this is not about racism. This is about being fair. And we just tired of seeing the Chicago Bulls lose. So that's why we were really getting to this. And me and you was talking about that. How right? 
I think Pac's got a little bit of that, you know, that racism in him, man. Why haven't he pulled the trigger? Hmm. Yeah. We just got to get it. We got to get it right, man. And we have to come together, man. Uh, I, I'm saying as black to, to start some kind of union of, you know, keeping, you know, us, you know, able to go out and, and apply for these jobs and, 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 and try to get some jobs that, that these guys are qualified for our black coaches are qualified for to get. And, um, Sometimes that's what it takes togetherness, man, and not separating each other from one another, but actually sticking together and supporting. That's one thing I, I, I do not see a lot of, like, you know, that, that togetherness. Right. You know, it's like once one guy gets fired, okay, we're on to the next. You know, like, mm -hmm. like instead of saying that, that, brother, that, brotherlyhood, that brotherhood that, you know, we all should be thinking about uh, of how, you know, we get together and just say, you know what, man, such and such, you like the coach. Yeah, I want to coach, man. Well, all right, well, here's the steps that you need to do. You know, it's like I'm talking about some of the successful, you know, black coaches like your Lenny Wilkinson, your Lenny Wilkins, to be overseeing it and, and molding, you know, people uh, to, to, to go out and, and be able to do uh, the job, you know, to do the job to prepare because a lot of us, we're not like I know if I was wanted to be a head uh, coach in the NBA, I played in the NBA, but I never, you know, know the other side of it as far as me being a coach. There's probably a lot more to do, you know, to that. So you need to learn that, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm I'm a firm believer. Uh, I don't mind you hiring me as assistant coach, but my job is to be a head coach one day. I don't want to just be assistant coach for the rest of my life. So I need to learn the ins and outs. I'm okay if I'm coming in like that. But if you're just going to keep me down and keep me, you know, underneath you, then, yeah, I have a problem because that's not what I came in for. Yeah, and that's unfortunate, man. That's what's happening to our beloved boys. But I know it's really hard to talk about a loser alone, uh, you know, but it starts at the top. And uh, at least we still – we know that we got other teams to cheer for here, like Illinois. <laughs> You know what I'm but, saying? But you know what, Bob? They they can they can change it. They can turn it around next year, man. If they get a couple of more pieces, because uh, they got a good young group of guys, man, with Zach Levine and 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 and, and Kobe and Carter. Um, they got some guys, man. They got some pieces. I think, you know, they missing some more, more. But I think maybe not next year, but the year after. I think if because those girls, but Again, again, it could be free agents and leave too. So um, it's just how long, how long you get how long you get boiling. How long you think they give him, man? Because um, he's not winning now. This is second um, year not winning. Did they just give him an extension? I think they did. Just gave him an extension for five million. No, they 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 probably they were probably gonna have to buy him out and and, and keep him on the books for whatever years, many years if they extended his contract to. Uh, I would, I would make changes, you know, I would make changes, you know, just to get a fresh start, new voice in the locker room, uh, let the, let the new coach be involved with the draft, uh, see, you know, what's out there 
on the market as far as can we do we do we have any trade bait that we could go after somebody that we can you know get in 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 Chicago in a uniform to get the excitement back in Chicago because it like you said it is a beautiful town I and mean, we had the great Michael Jordan we had Derrick Rose we had we had some Scottie Pippen we had some great guys you know that wanted to be and wanted to play for Chicago Bulls um I remember, I remember a rumor back when Kobe was playing. It's like, man, they go, Kobe gonna come and play for the Bulls. You yeah, know, so he, everybody got excited. Yeah, because Luau uh, Dang was his boy, right? Yeah, so everybody got excited about that, and and it didn't happen. You know, and then we thought <laughs> we thought Camelo Anthony was gonna come, and then it's like it didn't happen. So, it, but then you remember Dwayne Wade and LeBron was thinking about coming to play with D Rose. Right. Right. But then they were like, man, it ain't enough balls over there. You seen Dwayne Wade was talking about that. He like, man, right. I was gonna, we were going to go play with Rose. But, and people got a problem with them boys teaming up. But, I mean, what can you say, man? What do you say to that? Well, I say, think about this. It was, it was the general managers doing the teaming up back in the, back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. So the general manager is the one that says, you know what? Oh, let's make this blockbuster trade, get this guy over here to play with this guy. It's no difference. It's just the players are doing it now. The players are saying, let me choose who I want to play for or play with. And I think they're going to try to take that away from those guys at some point. Yeah. Because they're trying yeah. to figure out how they can do it. They I can't, know they Bob, are. Though, I mean, they, could, they probably could do it. I'm saying, like, Maybe, you know, you can't be traded within two years or three years. Or so. I mean, you know, but then that's not giving you your rights. So I, I, don't, I don't know how they can do it. I really don't. I think these guys have these guys been playing with each other. It's just like the AAU circuit, you know. Like they changed it a little bit because if you wasn't, you know, connected to another state, you couldn't play on that certain AAU team, right? Mm-hmm. Back before that, See, that's what I said. They did change it, right? Before that, they let you could go play with any AAU team you wanted to. Right. You know. So I wonder why they did like, that. Yeah, I I think it I think it, it it makes it more like intrigued. Like it makes it more like if I got a, the number five player in Georgia, and then I got the the number ten player in Florida, why not let them play together? Yeah. You know, it's connected, you know, the state's connected, you know, so let's, let's do it, you know, and, and it makes it better, you know. Like, I don't think it makes it better, my bad. It doesn't make it better. It makes it, you know, hard for guys that don't have those, you know, elite, you know, programs to compete with those guys because you got you basically got an all-star team. Yeah, and that's what's happening, man. It's only two to three teams every year. So I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a slippery slope. But our Chicago beloved Bulls, they'll be okay. Yeah, you know, man. They'll be. Okay. They gotta win. Some, they gotta they gotta finish strong, man. I mean, shoot, they 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 already played sixty one games, <laughs> so they got some more games to play. Hopefully, they'll win more, you know, more games, man, and, and make us, you know, proud and excited about watching them on television. Because I don't even really watch them on TV that much, man. Because I'm like every time you turn on, we down. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I I like I like uh Zach. I do, I like watching Zach. He's super athletic. Um and what about the guy Chris Chris uh was it Chris Don? 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 Chris Don. Chris Don. 
Yeah, what is what what has he been doing? You know, I know he's he was I know the he's man. known as a defensive player. Right? No, he Team was an offensive guy. Man, remember when he first came in, he was scoring the ball. That's what I'm saying, man. Boylan, man. So, so he's not doing that now? No, nah, man. Boylan got to go, man. He so, got to go, man. Because yeah. I think he's about, what, 6'6"? Six, six, six? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Point guard. Yeah, but like six, about 6'4". Six, so that's what I'm saying. So they got some pieces over they there, man. They got the pieces, man. That's what I'm, man, they got it, man. What about you? What about your guy, man? Uh, Valentine. What about him? He ain't. You ain't seen no signs of Valentine, have you? I ain't seen Valentine this year. I mean, I think some of some 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 of the Michigan State players that come out of Michigan State, um, they don't do too well. I mean, you got some that actually, you know, take their game like Steve Smith, Magic Johnson, uh, Magic Johnson. Uh, Draymond turned his career into a pretty good thing. Yeah, yeah. I think some guys like, and I, I guess that goes back to where you where you came from too. Like some of those, like Steve Smith came from Detroit. He means from Detroit, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. So these guys can flat out play, but some guys, man, just when you go to the NBA and, and you're so used to a certain system, it's hard to. Like get away from that system, so you're still thinking. Then you come into the NBA, can, and the NBA is a lot of more individual like skill sets, the things that you need to do to be able to break your man down. And if you don't have that in your game because you didn't do it in college, it's gonna be hard for you to do it in the NBA because this is what the NBA is all about, really. You know how can you break your man down? Can you get to the rack? Can you make the right pass? If you can't do those things because of the system that you were in. It's going to be hard for you to change that into, you know, to the NBA, transform that into the NBA. And that's what's happened to Valentine because he was a killer in college. Man, that boy can't get a bu- – he can't. He can barely get a bucket in the league. <laughs> 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 he stay on the bench. But I'm not mistaken, don't his twin brother coach at Loyola? Yep, yep. I don't like that. Is that his twin brother? Because they, they, I know that's his brother. I don't know if they, they twins or not, but I know that's his brother. I know they look just alike. I wasn't even sure if they was brothers. I was like, yeah, no, that's his brother. That's his brother. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. That's something else, man. Michigan State. I don't know who's handling the recruiting, but yeah, man, it's gonna be interesting, man, to see how all this unfolds. But too bad, but, man. Too bad for our Chicago team. They'll be back, man. That, that's. Just remember, they'll be back, and when when they do, we'll be talking about them and 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 all that sharing, man. But I I want us to just continue to believe, give them some hope, give them a little hope, man, and just maybe they can get to five five hundred. You think they can get to five hundred this season? I'm just. You say how many? Thinking. Okay, the record is what? Wish, wishful thinking. <laughs> Yeah, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I do it? Yes, I can. Can I do? It? Yes, I can. Well, man, I tell you, we you know we gonna continue to pull for our Chicago Bulls, man, and we want to keep pulling for Believe Network, man, for believing in us and giving us this opportunity to share this pertinent information we got up in here in Chicago. And if you're looking a sponsor, looking for the show, uh, show the. Um, Advertise your product on, reach out to us at Believe Network, man. We'd be glad to put you on. And uh, we're looking for people that's willing to come on the show and talk about Chicago basketball. So hit up Marcus Liberty and his social media. Hit up my social media, Robert Bobby Reed, Marcus Liberty. 
Uh, the real Marcus Liberty. What's that? Uh, your Twitter is which one, Lib? Uh, the real Give me Liberty Thirty. Give me Liberty Thirty. And yeah, uh, yeah and you man. know what? But you know what, Bob? Before we go, the Bulls play the Timberwolves tonight. The Bulls is twenty-one and forty. The Timberwolves are eighteen and forty-two. I'm riding with the Bulls tonight. Who you got? <laughs> well, uh, you know what? The Timberwolves is another one of those teams, man. All right, so we already we we got the Bulls, and they playing in Minnesota. Bulls gonna get this one, man. Dang, get man. Now that next one that they play against the Pacers, I don't know. Oladipo uh, ain't all the way back yet, so I think they can get them. You know, they got a dominant center though, man, who shoot threes and all that too, man. So, right. But I think, man, they can win some games, Bob. And that, I'm just gonna leave it at that. I mean, will they make the pro the playoff this year? No. No. But. I think they can build some 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 momentum into next season, man. And I'd have been on many, many, many losing teams in the NBA, man. And that's, <laughs> excuse my language. This is not fun, man. <laughs> I'm like, man, they, I'm up there at home and everybody else playing. And I'm like, man, I played four years <laughs> and I've never been to the playoffs, man. Shit. <laughs> so I, so I can understand, like, I can understand, you know, some of those players. But then again, it's these guys are making a whole lot of money. They probably don't even care. Like, man, I'm going to the bank, you know. Yeah. And back then, it wasn't like they wasn't paying the way they're paying now. So, yeah, so I, I was th- upset. I think ultimately, I, was... I think ultimately, though, they want to win, though. I yeah, really believe man, I that, would man. Think, I would think that's what, you know, our young, you know, athletes think, our, our young basketball players think in the NBA. And, man, let's win. I want to win. I mean, you can you can you can do both. You can enjoy it and make money, you know, doing something that you love. But competing, man, it's it's sickening, man, to see teams or players not competing out there, man. You should, you know, that's one thing I liked about Kobe Bryant, man. It doesn't matter who it didn't matter who stepped on that court, man. That kid was gonna compete. That guy was gonna compete. Mm-hmm. We need this next generation to do that, man. To 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 bring that back, man. To be competitive, man. Compete. Each and every time you step on that court, man, because you, for one, you do owe it to the fans because the fans are coming to support support you, to watch you play, right? And then some stay at home and watch it on television like me, man. I'm staying at home watching you guys on television, man, and I see it. You guys are not competing the way you should. Go out there and give it your all, man, and and, and make us all proud. To enjoy watching the game of NBA, the NBA game again. Well, man, uh, I'll tell you what, that's wishful thinking again. And uh, <laughs> I hopefully that all unfolds for you, big guy, that these guys come out and compete with uh, making $100 million a year. It's going to be hard. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. on another note, you know we got to get ready to wrap this up, man. And uh, I want to thank y'all for listening again. I'm your co-host, Robert Bobby Reed. I got the legend, Marcus Liberty, the host on the line. Marcus, what time is it, big dog? Man, it's time for me to unlace the shoes. We up out of here, man. We want to thank y'all again. I'm peace in peace. Mahalo. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.